0: I know I'd go from rags to riches
1: if you would only say you care. Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas one pizza oven burning minute at a time. (laughs) I am Josh Flanagan and I am with Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. And Ron Richards. I really kind of want pizza now. Don't you? A little? A little bit. I want pizza in Queens. <laughs> this minute starts uh, with shoving the mailman, who's just doing his job, angrily into the car in a scumbag. And it ends with uh, walking in the rain and Tootie asks for a nickel. This, this minute covers a lot of ground.
2: Yeah, it
1: really yes. does. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> let's, let's jump into the mailman let's get going. debacle.
0: Okay, so so they, they don't just threaten this guy. They manhandle him. Choke him with his
2: tie and then shove him in a pizza oven. Yeah, so they kidnap him from his job. They drive him to the
1: pizza place. That's going to screw up his whole day.
2: Yeah, Yeah, his whole route is totally off. I mean, he needs to hit houses at certain times. They're going to start calling. This is a problem. Um, What I I absolutely love is that no pizza place in New York uh, does not keep the pizza oven not behind the counter. Right. Why this pizza oven
1: is against the back wall is beyond me. Okay, but so, for, these reasons in, for this reason right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I have a bit. I had a bit of a saga with this pizza place. <laughs> because as we have discussed, I lived in the neighborhood where a lot of the most of the Henry's childhood scenes are in the same spot. Yeah. For the most, within a couple of blocks of each other. Yeah. And w- there's a website that lists a lot of that stuff, but nobody listed the pizza place. Yep. And so the whole time I lived in a story which was like. 5 plus years we were always looking for it right before we moved my wife finally found it and it was yeah. literally right off my block no like it is it, it is
2: the- it is it is as uh, startlingly close to where you used to live it, it's it's right there it's like you turn it's, left at the end of the street so if, any, uh, if anybody knows astoria you know where the beer garden is mm-hmm. it is just around the corner from the beer garden
1: if you're coming off 24th and you turn left yeah. on the 31st Street, uh, where the where the elevated train is, which you can see in the shot of this. Uh, it's there. It's not a pizza place. And I think I was looking for a pizza place.
2: Yeah, no, it's not a pizza place. It's, no, uh, actually, it's not. actually 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 as of today, it's it's I
1: hate to break break the news to you, but it's uh, an apartment building now. Yeah?
2: Yeah, but yeah, you can they, still see the storefront. Yeah, um, they, they demolished it, and they were. The, if you go look on Google Maps, uh, it's a construction area. But I looked up the real estate info, and it's an apartment building now. Oh, yeah. Um, what's also interesting is that if you go out of the beer garden and make a right, you end up at the new Good One Chinese restaurant, which I was a big fan of while you lived there. It's it's the best. It's, it's the new, best. It's a new Good One. So, uh, <laughs> so we found it right before we moved, which we were very very happy about. Yeah. Um, but so but so about the location, uh, the 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 Varios did own a pizza place. Uh, It was called Presto Pizza, and it was uh, actually around the corner from the cab stand on Pitkin Avenue. So it was literally – the cab stand was uh, on wherever it was and then just walk around the corner. That's where the pizza place was. Well,
1: this is – from the cab stand in Astoria, it's like less than two blocks away. So you come out, uh, go down 24th, and then it's right there across the corner. Did you guys notice the little kid eating pizza during the scene oh, in the yeah. corner? Oh, no. oh, yes. It's just, it's just so he's just sitting
0: there chomping away, watching these guys shove the mailman in a pizza oven. Well, the, I have a lot of questions about what's going. on. Uh, there's I, a lot of
2: a, questions a, about a, this place. A lot of questions about this place. I do like <laughs> the detail that when they open the oven, that there's a pizza in the oven. Yeah. That
1: is nice. <laughs> that is but, a nice detail. So, <laughs> a, I want to go. I want. I want to give Tootie. He's very calm. Yeah. Yeah. But then Polly shows up, and totally out calms him. Well, because well, that that was the thing. So 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 they they drag the pizza guy
2: in, and they go, and he goes, "You know this kid? You know you deliver mail to him?" He's like, "Next, a oh, letter from that kid's school gets to that kid's house into the oven." You go right, and there's a moment where they cut. So Polly walks in during Tootie threatening him, right? Mm. And when they say "into the oven," and they open the oven, Henry flinches. Yeah, he does. Like Henry didn't Henry didn't know they were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, which I thought was really really interesting. Well,
0: because That's nice. Well, it gets back to the discussion from yesterday. This is a civilian who hasn't done anything wrong. So yeah. it may have been fun in games to point him out, but now there's some real consequence to what they're doing for this guy who did nothing wrong.
2: Yeah. And so that, 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 is, that is punctuated by a, a freeze frame right. know, as, as, as adult Henry narrating explains you know, explains what's going on in his head and all that sort of thing, which is fascinating. But this, my, my question was is that what is Paulie doing there? That's what I
0: was like, around, He Polly was Polly around, the corner. <laughs> he the, he well, was around
1: the corner. He heard. He was around the corner to the cab stand and heard the disturbance. But yeah. well, Polly's whole thing is that he doesn't talk to anybody. He minimizes his exposure. Yep. You need. To, he owns the place. He needs to leave. Yeah. He shouldn't be standing. <laughs> bringing him there at all was a bad move. They should have brought him to some other pizza place. Well,
2: no, no, but I, I think you're thinking too much into the into the idea of, of what they should or shouldn't be doing. This is 1955, and they oh, they run this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. nobody's gonna nobody's yeah, gonna it. No one's gonna say the kid the kid eating pizza watching isn't gonna say anything to anybody because that pizza's
0: delicious
1: and he doesn't yeah. know anything. about But deli- I'm just so hungry right yeah, now. I know. Me so too. Oh my I, God. so hungry <laughs> right
2: now.
1: Two points. Uh, some of my favorite pizza was just down the block from there too. Uh, stop two it, points. Stop it. There's no good that mailman there. in the freeze frame looks exactly like Christoph Waltz.
0: Well, let's. I have my fun fact is about the mailman. He's oh, yeah? played by Peter Hawk who is a stuntman and who did many, 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 many films. Some notable films include Trading Places, Coming to America, two Eddie Murphy classics, uh, U.S. Marshals, and The Siege.
2: Huh.
0: So he's not an actor; he's a stuntman Interesting. Which I makes sense because they, they lift him up by his tie. Yeah. And they shove him in a, against a metal uh, oven and they shove him inside the, his Well, that's head inside. my that's my so, other thi-
2: that's my other thing. The threatening is shoving his head into the oven. His hand goes down on the lid of the oven and to the top to stop from going in. Those are hot.
1: Very yeah. very very hot. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. A pizza <laughs> oven isn't isn't hot like your oven at home at no, four fifty. Eight hundred degrees. The entire it, thing is steel. burning. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he would have been irreparably damaged. Yeah. Uh, bad day at
2: the time. office. Um, it, cool. it got so bad that his mother had to go into the post office and complain. After weeks. And wh- what's great is the, the, the pride that, Hen- that Henry's narration, when he's explaining what happened <laughs> after that. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, not only no letters from the school, but no letters from anybody. Yeah. Like <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. Effective. And then this guy, this guy wasn't that,
0: taking any chances that any yeah. letter was going to slip through. He just, no letter slipped well, through. Have, I
2: mean, imagine if you're a citizen, you're just an average Joe guy, and this is happening. Well, I, would you, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, I'm not going to even bother anymore.
1: You know? Uh, and then he has that great line uh, in the voiceover uh, about, uh, I'm not going to pledge allegiance to the flag and sit through all that good government bullshit. Yep. And that, again, it, it totally sums up what happens to the character from that point on. This moment... It, it works so well as a as a oh all of the systems of this world are a joke
2: yeah like the, the, they they these people live outside the average the average you know the way the world works and that's his moment of yeah he's done he's not he's you know he's not going to sit through gov- good government bullshit anymore um he is now outside of normal society
1: yeah i mean because that's a federal employee if i'm sure. looking at it, i'm going well there's a, that's fraught with danger that situation mean, i'm i doing it now i'm like why are they in the pizza place yeah and, and it's true. Like, for them at this time, none of that mattered.
2: Yep. You don't, yeah. you don't have the mentality, Josh.
1: I know. I know. I'm. I, and I
2: see nothing wrong with this scenario. Um, <laughs> I, I would we, – we should comment that, uh, again, the mobster that we don't know who he is is uh, is helping Paul, uh, Tony Cicero with, the, with him in the oven. Um, Tony then, Stacks. Tony Stacks. Tony Stacks. Yeah. Um, I would like to comment that uh, another drinking game we could do for this is clothes that I wish I had. Uh, <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Well, all
1: of them, yes, but uh, that's a pa- tough game for people at home,
2: yeah, Paulie's shirt the, I mean, the wardrobe in this is just amazing, but I would love that the black with the white piping on the, the collar. oh, it's great, uh, yeah, so so are we done uh, with, the, with the pizza place? Yeah. yeah, I think we're done with the pizza place.
0: Yeah. Well, my favorite moment of this minute, and it's got to be the running for favorite wow. moment of the whole movie is uh, wow. Is, wow. 2D, is 2D is running
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you, yeah yeah, yeah oh,
0: he, he he just runs. Up. He, he bounces along while he runs. Do, do, yep. do, 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 do. Uh, I just I laughed and laughed and laughed.
1: Uh, in the to rain, to the, rain. To yeah. the rain, with Henry uh, trying to uh, catch uh, up to him with the umbrella. And remember, <laughs> at this point, he's a successful music mogul. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just can't let it go. Yeah, I know. Uh, you so, know, and Henry's job is just to carry the umbrella for him.
2: Yeah. yeah but this uh, is a, this is a nice transition showing the the how things worked, mm-hmm. you know, in the mob that you know, Paulie hated telephones hated talking to people wouldn't want to talk to people didn't have a phone in his house can you imagine not having a phone in your house no like not having one at all but i can imagine
1: not having a phone in my pocket so right yeah. we don't.
2: but what i love about this is not only is tootie running through the rain with the cigar in his mouth right <laughs> but if you listen to like so henry's narrating this but you hear them get to the door and tootie mumbles something and paulie goes yeah all right call him back and then they go leave call him back and say what
0: he knows. He knows. About it. <laughs> just like. Yeah, so this like, is also this is notable. It's the first time we've heard Pauly speak. Yeah. In the movie, it's about seven and, seven and like three quarters of the way in, yeah.
1: uh, and we don't really even hear him because we're across the street. We sort of hear well, there, a mumbley sound. The I, I thing about that is that there's a lot of the stuff that goes on with the the criminals with the gangsters. Uh, it's all sort of happening somewhat in the background. Yes. The, the dialogue is mumbled, even though we were talking about the five nineteen. You know, the number, all that stuff. It's not focused. It's not front first and foremost in the audio mix. We don't hear it, which is what you'd hear because, you know, they're saying everything under their breath. They're not, it's all between two people. You're not really there. You're on the outside looking in.
2: But the, th- but the thing is, is that that dialogue and that stuff is the stuff that I love. I mean, excuse me personally, just because I love, the, you know, like I, t- I totally fall for the lifestyle and I think it's, I think the, it's hysterical mm. and it's great. But I love, like, so they, they run out of, you know, Paulie says, okay, yeah, call him back. They go on the stairs and Tootie goes, hey, you got a nickel. And Henry goes, I don't know if it's this minute or the beginning of the next minute, but Henry goes,
1: hey, yeah, make sure you don't get your feet wet. That's the next one. Yeah. Oh yeah the but it's- last thing he says in this minute is, Do you have a nickel? Which is right. hilarious yeah. because his job <laughs> is to make this call. Yep. So, <laughs> question. What if Henry doesn't have a nickel? Does he? Okay. So, is it Henry's responsibility to have that nickel? I
0: guess. He, the the so he also
1: has to have the, have the nickels. Henry's the guy, yeah. Because yeah. 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 you can't run like that in those pants full of With, nickels. Full of change, yeah. Nobody that's cares. Change, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, man. That's great so
1: all right so your whole system depends on (laughs) payphones. he shouldn't be asking he should be like give me the nickel yeah
2: yeah but hey
0: you got a nickel (laughs) like that was probably all the cardio tootie got for a month yeah it's also
2: very convenient that paulie doesn't have a phone in his house yet he has a payphone across the street so uh that that's yeah it's convenient so
0: (laughs) he pulled he he pulled some strings show about that oh god all right anything else for this minute that's all i have into the
1: oven into the oven you go. <laughs> I love the way he talks. It's great. It's so good. Uh, so that'll do for for minute. There's so much that I, I I didn't want it to end. Minute you eight. Got, you got overwhelmed there. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I was thinking about the oven. I was thinking about that freeze frame. <laughs> like how much must his hands hurt at that minute? Are we sure that's not Christoph Waltz? Tune in tomorrow for minute number nine. Until then, you can check us out at Twitter uh, at Goodfellas Min. And on Instagram at Goodfellas Minute and Facebook, you can check out all our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. Uh, and you might want to check out ifanboy.com, uh, where we do a, a weekly comic book podcast as well. I am Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Ron. Or will I go from rags to
0: return? My fate is on.